0: Uh, ...when you are ready, and uh, the court wants to acknowledge and thank you for your service as appointed uh, counsel under the Criminal Justice Act. Thank you, Your Honor. May please the court,
1: Mr. Calderman. Carlisato <coughs> Slim was a member of the Navajo Indian Nation, and he and his family um, came up to work on the cement plant in Rapid City, South Dakota. They're iron workers. They worked for a independent contractor that did... They were refurbishing the cement plant there. And um, uh, uh, when they came up here, they—they they, uh, the, f- the facts of this case are, are very important. And so I'm going to kind of start from the beginning here and talk about uh, the evidence in this case uh, that uh, uh, the conviction was based on. Um, most of my argument is going to be on the facts of this case. Um, the, uh, uh, because the probable cause and the weight of the evidence, I think, affects uh, the arguments that I also made on the motion to suppress and um, the motion to dismiss for lack of probable cause to make an arrest in this case. But anyway, uh, so uh, Slim comes up here and um, he's with his brother, two sisters, five kids, and a brother-in-law. And he starts working at the at the cement plant and, and injures his back. And so um, his sister, Kimmy, tried to... You know, uh, doctor him up with Ben Gay and stuff like that. Finally, she told him to go get a massage. Uh, he talked to his mother, who lived in Arizona, and uh, she talked to him and said, "You know, I th- you should go get a massage or go to a doctor or do something."
2: So, uh, counsel, can I ask you this? And I don't mean to interrupt, but um, one of the that implicates one of the key arguments you make, which is I think that uh, this is just a massage, right? I mean, isn't that your your key argument? Um, why did he text message about condoms and bring a condom to a massage? You
1: know, Your Honor, I think that that was um, that was what they said for him to bring. That was later. Um, that was the next day, uh, not the first day. So I think it's important to, um, when, you, when you think of uh, considering this case, I mean, the, so, he, so he, 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 somebody tells him, a co-worker says, go to Backpage, you can get, you know, you can get a massage. Okay, that's on August 9th. And um, he says that that's the first thing he asks. He doesn't ask about whether or not the girl is 16 or whether they're going to engage in any funny stuff or illegal stuff. He says, are you available do you offer a massage? And um, and uh, nothing is said. And, and then he calls back, you know, half an hour, 35 minutes later, are you available? She uh, didn't say about anything about sex, uh, and then at ten forty-seven, the, 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 uh, Mr. Russell, the agent in this case, who posing as the fictitious, non-existent victim, said, "You know, well, we have this. You know, this girl is fresh as hell. She's going to be sixteen. Um, uh, we'll do almost nothing." Well. I mean, he, he, this guy is talking about a massage. You're not talking about, you know, a 15-, 16-year-old girl. He was interrogated. He said a number of times, if you read his interrogation, you will see that there was a constant back and forth between him and Russell. She says, you know, well, Russell said, well, you know, we, we, we said 14 going on 15. He says, yeah, but you also said she was 20. I mean, I wanted a massage. I didn't want an underage girl, and uh, so that was kind of a that was a kind of the the, the descriptive uh, uh, behavior, uh, at least a, a, a description of the interrogation that took place. So you
2: think it's basically maybe a mistake of fact that that he didn't he thought it was a massage and he needed to bring a condom for the massage and and. There was some other language about that, but that was the other guy thought he wanted something different.
1: You know, he, okay, so 15 or 16, you know, I mean, that could be a, that could, there's nothing to say what that was for. I mean, that could be, that could be a massage. That's what he thought it was. Because, and what does he say? Right that first day that that we're talking about, right after that, he says, okay, I would like to see her first. You know, and uh, at ten fifty-five, they don't answer. So he calls again, and the purpose of that was because they weren't answering him about seeing the girl. Uh, he he wanted to follow up on that. So that was the end of the first day. All right. Thirteen hours later. Thirteen hours later, he calls up and says, uh, "Can I do?" Uh, how about tonight at 9? Well, that's consistent with the massage. There's nothing that says any sex or any sexual overtones of that. And uh, the, the Russell says, okay, I'll hit you up there later with a location. So 13 hours later, the next day, and and Slim said during his interrogation he didn't know if he was talking to the same person the second day as he was talking in the first day. So then um, they set this up, and then he says, you know, 20 hours later, this guy, Russell, who is the agent, says, Okay, bro, you have to have a rock. You have to rock a condom because uh, bear cross extra. That's chat lingo. This guy, uh, in the tr- in the trial of this case, we introduced this kid, this uh, young man's uh, school records. He was he was in special education since he was thirteen years, or in special education almost all of his uh, all of his life. Those are in the record. He had to, he had. Uh, Problems comprehending comprehending and interpreting, uh, certain things. And this mother testified that, Barbara During. She testified about that and, uh, about his learning disability. So, and he, this guy had never, had never been involved in this before. He didn't know what rock, who knows what rock
2: a condom? I wouldn't know that. You know? What about the location, though? I mean, um, you know, I, I, I think it happened. The, the meet was at a truck stop, and that again, I kind of suggest that maybe, um, maybe it's not really a massage because you don't usually get massages in the car, or you don't meet at a truck stop for a massage.
1: Here, here's the deal. Uh, they say uh, Russell says, "Okay, meet me out there, and we'll go to the room. Okay, go to the room." Well, go to the room. You could do a lot of things in a room. One of which is a massage. So he didn't have any reason to believe that that was, you know, illegal. The other thing is, he he went out there. Okay, he had the the condom in the car. the 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 testimony at the trial was that these people, uh, his two sisters, his brother, and his Father and, and his uh, brother-in-law, plus five kids, lived in a trailer house. Five rooms in the trailer house. They had one car to go to work in. And, and um, there's, there's pictures of this car, because that was a car that he was, that was searched out there. Um, but uh, his, I called his brother uh, Elliot, and he testified that he used the car to socialize. He was younger and went out a lot and had these condoms in the car. So that was the explanation for the condoms in the car. The history of this, um, him being there, uh, having his back hurt, uh, that was not disputed at trial at all, his, his school records in this thing. The interrogation that took place. Now, it's interesting to, see, it's interesting in this case. So Russell said, look at, this is during a Sturgis bike rally. I mean, there's a lot of people in, in, in the Rapid City area at the Sturgis bike. He says, we were, we were doing these, we were doing these, uh, uh, projects, I, I call them, uh, and he said, we were, we didn't have a lot of, uh, we didn't have the manpower that we needed. Now, that's important because normally when they do these, Russell said, look, we usually have a, we go talk to the guy first. But we didn't have a chance to do this here. But if we have a chance to talk to him, we we can determine whether or not, you know, this is really what he wants. And there was, there, so... so so And I asked Russell, I says, well, was he penalized for that? Russell says, well, you sure he was penalized, but I didn't get to talk to him. Now, he didn't say, you know, Russell still, you know, made the arrest and and, and uh, was the chief uh, prosecutor in his case. But at any rate, you know, he did say that that, that was the case. He never did let, they, they never did let him see the girl, um, Russell indicated that you know this if you look at the girl, if you look at this initial page that he responded to, this girl looks like she could be twenty years old. Russell admitted that he says, yeah, you could look at that, and I suppose one could come to come to the conclusion that she 's 20, twenty years old well if she 's twenty years old and you have a good you know you, you have a good faith uh, 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 facts showing that you know you 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 that was a the case. Then you don't have any case under the statutes that she was indi- indicted for because they have to be below eighteen years of age. Anything over twenty is you know maybe illegal as a prostitution or something else, but it certainly isn't uh, a violation of. Uh, 1591 or, uh, 2411 in this Mr. case.
0: Mr. Pichot, I'd like to ask you about the warrantless search of the vehicle. Okay. And the reasoning for that. Do you know whether an inventory was ever actually taken of the context, uh, the contents of Slim? No,
1: there was never an inventory. <laughs> they say, that the government said, uh, when that was raised, the only thing they said was, that well, we have a procedure. this is the procedure that we use. There was never an inventory that was taken listing everything in that car because if you look at that car and you look at those pictures, th- th- there would have been five or six pages because that, that 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 car was just packed with tools that they used and everything else, and so when that became an issue, then they they come up with a a piece of paper that just listed the three things that they seized or three or four things that they seized in this case. They didn't. There was nothing in there about an inventory. I mean, there was not an inventory of that car. That there was a, a list. There was not any policies or procedures on this inventory, Judge. There was just a uh, uh, testimony from these guys saying, yeah, well, this is the practice or procedure that we go through, you know.
0: Right, thank you. Would you like to save the rest of your time for rebuttal? Yes, I'll do that, Your Honor. Thank you. Kilderman, you may proceed.
3: Thank you, Your Honor. May it please the court and counsel. The last thing Mr. Pichota talked about was uh, lack of inventory, and I'm going to direct the court's attention to uh, the district court docket. It's docket 88-1. It was attached to the United States response Uh, At the suppression hearing, the United States did not present the inventory, uh, then supplemented the record afterward, and I believe it was done without uh, objection from defense counsel. The evidence inventory and receipt uh, lists things taken from the person of Carlosito Slim, U.S. currency. It lists uh, items that were seized as an iPhone, a Trojan condom, two $100 bills, a track phone, and a box of Trojan condoms, And then it lists, as other items from the vehicle, miscellaneous papers, clothing, child seat tools, shoes, backpack, jeans, jacket, and two hard hats. Uh, There was an inventory done at the time, uh, and it was produced uh, in support of, I guess, the It was
0: done contemporaneously or after the fact?
3: It's dated. uh, It is dated from the date of the seizure, uh, the hours. Uh, It's signed by Holly Strand, who's a law enforcement person, so yeah, it's... everything about it says that it was taken at the time. But
2: it was submitted late, right? And my understanding is it didn't come until much later.
3: Correct, Your Honor. At the suppression hearing, uh, the United States had agents, uh, Supervisory Special Agent Brent Gromer uh, and Detective Jeremy Stofaker discussed uh, the procedures with the South Dakota Division of Criminal Investigation, Rapid City PD, Pennington County Sheriff's Office. The procedures were discussed it's just that the documents showing the inventory were not submitted at that time. As to the evidence, uh, Judge Strauss, you were pointing out a number of things that I uh, also was going to point out. This ad was posted, and it says, Who wants to be naughty 20? It says nothing about a massage. The massage came up uh, when the defendant, when Carlos Cito Slim, said, hi, are you available, and do you offer massage? The conversation then goes on, uh, but in the first response, the first thing that he gets from uh, Special Agent Russell was, this girl is fresh as hell, she's 15, going to be 16, will do most anything, 150 for a half hour, 200 for a full hour. Uh, very expensive price for a massage, but... That notwithstanding, the defendant says uh, he wants to see her, and then the conversation ends for the night. The next day, he reinitiates the conversation, uh, and he's told uh, very early on, they want to meet at 9 o'clock, but then he's told that he has to rock a condom because bear is extra. He says, okay, sounds good. Then he is told... You can't scare her. You can't hurt her. I can't have her bruised." And he says, nothing like that. I get it, bro. Uh, Then the meeting is set up at a truck stop, not at a business location. Nowhere in these text messages uh, does massage come up again. Uh, Nowhere in there does he say, I've got a back injury. Please bring your table. Uh, where are we going to set up, where is your shop, why do we need to meet at a truck stop, anything like that. Uh, Everything about this, everything about this situation screamed sex with a minor. Nothing about it said massage, other than the one time where he brought it up at the beginning.
2: What about Uh, just um, the room situation? I I didn't recall that from the record. Was there some conversation about a room? There are... To be fair, there are in-home massages or in-room massages that you get as well.
3: It, uh, it was on the second day, and I'm looking at Exhibit uh, 64 on the second page, I believe. Uh, then you can follow me to the room. What are you driving? White Chevrolet is the response. All of the conversations are going on on cell phones. He goes to the exact spot. Uh, At the Flying J, there's a a large sign. And lower on the sign, where where it says Flying J at the top, lower it says Country Market. I believe it's the restaurant inside the truck stop. Meet at the Country Market sign, and he goes exactly there. They find his car, and they see him. He sits there for a little while, and then he moves over toward a different place in the restaurant. Uh, They go over to find him. And in the vehicle, they find him in the white vehicle, of course, uh, and they find exactly $200, and they find a condom right there. I believe they were right on the seat of the vehicle. The standard for upholding or reversing a conviction is whether any reasonable uh, reasonable inferences about the verdict are drawn in favor of the non-moving party. So we have a court trial, and uh, the district court's verdict is entitled to the same deference as a jury verdict. And the district court here concluded that uh, the evidence showed beyond a reasonable doubt that the defendant went there. He went there with the intent to have sex uh, with a person, that he brought condoms, and uh, that he was communicating with a pimp. He was not communicating with a masseuse. Again, the prices were uh, listed, they were discussed from the very beginning. It was clear that this person that was being offered was 15 years old, going on 16, and was fresh as hell. Special Agent Russell, and I believe also Special Agent Gromer, they both discussed the lingo, the language that's used in this. They they're experienced, and they work with the Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. They know the language that's used in uh, these conversations on websites like this. And uh, they explain the fresh as hell means, the fresh means that it's a young person. That's lingo in in that realm. And so
0: wasn't all of the specialized language that was used used by the uh, law enforcement, not by the uh, defendant?
3: I'll confirm that in uh, as I look at it here in a moment, Your Honor. You may, may very well be correct, uh, but the defendant responded. Uh, Mr. Slim responded, I don't know if the word would be appropriately, but he responded with an understanding. He knew what was going on. Uh, he even confirmed in his interview later, uh, when Special Agent Russell interviewed him at the... Uh, Homeland Security Investigations office. He confirmed that he was going there, and he thought he was going to get some. He also confirmed uh, on page two seventy, I believe, of the trial transcript during cross examination that he understood fifteen going on sixteen or going to be sixteen. He understood what that meant. So uh, it, I believe that it is. Other than the use of the word massage, which is common on back page and uh, Special Agent Russell. Uh, testified about that as well.
0: Uh, Ultimately, isn't all that really matters what a reasonable jury could conclude?
3: Yes, or hear a reasonable court. Uh, I I agree, Your Honor, and I... uh, These are factual issues that were resolved against Mr. Slim. And so uh, they are entitled to that deference uh, under the standard that this court has repeated uh, when reviewing the sufficiency of the evidence Numerous times, very many times.
2: Counsel, I had a question about the fictitious victim uh, issue with the the fact that there was no real 15- or 16-year-old girl. Um, We recently had the same issue, I believe, in a case called... Rajab? Rajab?
3: Rahab.
2: Um, Rahab. There you go. Um, I sat on the case, so I should probably know what the what the name is, but um, or how to pronounce it. But do you think that's controlling here? Um, we don't need to go to Rule 12. You made a Rule 12 argument, I think. We could just rely on that case.
3: Absolutely, Your Honor. I uh, The reason that it's not cited in my brief is that uh, I argued Rahab uh, as well. It was decided after this brief uh, came out, but I believed that the authority was some long standing authority that even preceded Rahab, but I agree that uh, it is controlled by that your honors everything about uh, everything about the search of the vehicle was justified as a search incident to arrest and also as an inventory search. The evidence was more than sufficient. Uh, given the nature of the conversations, given the full text of the conversations outlined in Exhibit 64, uh, and the fact that it began with who wants to be naughty, uh, is clear that this was a sexual conversation, and uh, the United States is entitled to uh, the inferences to be drawn from uh, the district court's verdict. The United States submits that uh, The probable cause issue was something that should have been raised earlier uh, in the litigation and was not. And that is uh, something where the court can uh, refuse to uh, look into it uh, under the uh, prevailing case law because it was not raised in the district court or the Rule 12 motion. Uh, The United States believes that everything was done properly in this case. And the verdict was rendered according to more than sufficient evidence. The United States asks that the court affirm the conviction and uh, everything attendant thereto, the convictions for the two counts in all respects. Thank Thank you,
0: you, Mr. Kelderman. Mr. Pachota, you may proceed with rebuttal. Yes, I just have a few comments, Your Honor.
1: Thank you. Um, with regard to um, um, the, uh, the uh, contention that this thing got started, this conversation got started, uh, and you know, sex was first brought up, um, first of all, when the the, the 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 ad that he responded to it did say that you know do you want to be naughty? When he called, however, the first thing that he said was, "Look at, um, uh, are you available for a massage and how much or something like that?" So I mean that was not a sexual conversation right off of the bat. Um, and then um, the next thing on that first day, you know, fresh as hell, will do anything. Do anything? Well, that includes a massage. So you could think that the, you know, and he continues to say, "Look, at the ad said twenty years old." Then, then you start. Why don't you? Why don't you write an opinion that draws a big red line? Okay, a red line. You can't say that somebody's one age, and then get these get these people in these conversations, and then you mention that they're fourteen or fifteen. Then what's the person supposed to believe? I mean, that seems to me to be an underhanded law enforcement, you know, project really. And shouldn't be allowed at all, because or it should be held against them when they're now trying to say that, that they, were, uh, they were 15 or uh, they were uh, below 18. The interrogation that took place at page 23, and that's part of the record in the case, and here's how this conversation went. OK, 20, though. Saying it was saying it said 20, so that's kind of like I thought she was 20. Toby Russell says, Yeah, but in the conversation I said 15. Carlisto soon says, But you can't do that though. When you say it's 20, she was 20. And he says, I'm not disputing that. And then Carlisto starts to say, And I'm not saying, I don't know what he was, but he he was not. Allowed at that instance or any other instances to say what you know that he did not believe that this girl was was uh, uh, under the age of eighteen, or he did not believe that the person he was talking to the second day, twenty hours later, was the same person he was talking about the first place.
0: Your time has expired. Yeah. Thank you, counsel. You bet.